Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Witches, warlocks, and the Supreme Court. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is an unusual situation that we're seeing happening in the country, but what I think we're seeing, Holly, is the mask of abortion hiding behind terms such as choice and freedom. Reproductive health. All of those things are falling away, and we're seeing the real dark, evil side of what really abortion is all about, and it is yeah. killing innocent children made in the image of God. Yeah, all this demonic activity is basically so people can fight to keep killing children in the womb. Well, and this actually happened in anticipation of the upcoming Supreme Court decision as they were gathered out in front of the Supreme Court on a Sunday afternoon recently in June surrounded by witches and warlocks openly proclaiming their dark craft. Our team in the nation's capital were praying over the high court as they were looking forward to the anticipated ruling on abortion. Despite decades of pro-life work around the country and at the Supreme Court, these individuals of our staff and others, if we look at the pictures and others and our staff that was there firsthand, uh, they've never witnessed such hostile and demonically inspired evil directed at the justices and the judicial system and even the individuals around the court. Yeah, some of them have been gathering at the justices' homes. I mean, Justice Barrett, they had people there with bloody baby dolls, and they've threatened Justice Kavanaugh around his home as well. It's just really evil what's going on. It's very evil what's going on, and so what you have here as you look at the scene, uh, the Supreme Court has in many cases double-fenced, in some places triple-fenced, so you can't go up to the steps. Some of the roads are blocked off. There's lots of law enforcement. If you look normally where people would park their cars along the street, those streets are one car after another of law enforcement in Washington, D.C. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court law enforcement staff is stretched. Some people have left because of the pressure. Mayor Browser, uh, who uh, is mayor of the District of Columbia, she and others uh, in their leadership, they wanted to defund the police. They called them racist. Now they're actually asking because they have a police shortage, no doubt why, they denigrate the law enforcement, and they want to defund them. That's now they're asking for $26,000 signing bonuses to get more police officers at a time where they desperately need them, notwithstanding the fact that these people are stretched and perhaps getting even burned out. The law enforcement presence is incredible around the court. And so this was on a Sunday evening, and there was a small podium that was put there by pro-lifers who were coming to pray around and for the court and the justices. And there were two loudspeakers that had been set up to allow the prayer vigil attendees to speak and play worship songs. But as the prayer began, our staff and the intercessors were surrounded by darkness. Black-robed men and women began arriving on the scene, screaming obscenities over the prayers, screaming, F your God and your religion. And they began to fill the air with these kinds of obscenities and blasphemies. 
As the prayer team and worship team continued, a pro-abortion demonstrator with a a wagon carrying a large boombox blaring satanic music, and I put that in quotes if uh, I was in writing it, mm-hmm. and noise was blasting out. The volume increased to drown out the songs of praise, and nevertheless the, the intercessors continued to pray. Peggy, one of our staff members in the nation's capital, was in attendance. She says that the longer we prayed, the more anxious and agitated the Satanist became. The evil surrounding the intercessors did not want, obviously, the word of God to be proclaimed. A woman then dressed like a prostitute began to arrive, leading little of her body unexposed or to the imagination. Uh, She and others gleefully joined the, the melee. The witches and the warlocks had already begun. And so one woman walked right up to the podium, stood right next to the pro-life speaker who was there, And every time the pro-life person spoke, the woman would scream unintelligible or unprintable curses into a megaphone pointed at the podium microphone. The pro-abortion crowd began cursing the justices and the people, those who were praying, and yes, even vehemently cursing God himself. The Satanist and the pro-abortion protesters would interrupt and try to drown out the prayers I mean, it's just unbelievable what was happening. Peggy and our staff, they'd been up there during the Antifa and the BLM violence that was taking place with the different lockdowns and so forth that had happened then, but have never witnessed anything like this before. The Satan worshipers uh, had covered the sidewalk with black magic ritual circles and candles performing their dark incantations, and uh, they continued to do that near midnight. They have been doing that on most evenings. Half-burnt candles and garbage of active witchcraft have been scattered in front of the public places around the court, even in front of uh, buildings that are right there behind the Supreme Court. And here's one scene. A man who had the entire appearance of a horror movie warlock targeted a couple of senior citizen ladies who were quietly praying for the lives of the unborn. The warlock would crowd one woman at a time, making the sign of Satan over the woman's heads. And as he made the sign, guttural growls in a language that was unintelligible issued from his throat as he spat out his demonic curses over the women. One by one, he tried to corner and curse them with all their years of experience in Capitol Hill and seeing all that has taken place uh, in her 30 years experience, Peggy generally is unflappable, had never witnessed anything like this. She said that when that happened, there was actually a heaviness, a darkness that you could physically feel. But you know, the name of Jesus is above all names. Light will cast out darkness. At the feet of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And what we're seeing here is just a revelation of what's really behind the abortion mask. We've seen it. We've talked about it with regards to Sandra Merritt and the butchering of innocent children using their body parts for sale and profit. But what we're seeing here is the satanic the satanic, demonic, dark side behind abortion. It is the ultimate destruction of a human life created in the very image of God, and that's why you're seeing what you're seeing. 
Um, And, you know, even some scenes are one of a a woman, apparently a mother, having two daughters in a stroller. They're like side by side. And stuck between them is a sign that reads, my mom is pro-choice. Now, those kids don't have a clue. They really don't. What that means. It's and horrific. really, you know, you you really want to have your kids think that you're supporting abortion and that you could have, maybe you did, abort their brother or their sister? Well, you see, Matt, they're so blinded by the enemy. And you go back to the book of Genesis. Satan has vowed to go after our seed. That is our precious children. And he wants to start with them in the womb. And that's why this is such a spiritual battle. And then you see this actually in the flesh, what's going on in front of the Supreme Court with these witches and warlocks and all this satanic stuff going on. Um, He truly is fighting to keep killing our children. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, there is a real demonic spirit behind what we're seeing happening in Washington, D.C. and around the country. And there's this group called Jane's Revenge issued a manifesto in June. And Jane's Revenge lists all the different cities around the country where this abortion coalition has been responsible for firebombing and damaging and destroying pro-life centers. They said, we've given you 30 days to shut down. You haven't shut down. We gave you an opportunity. Now it's over. Any pro-life center that does not shut down, we will target you. We have proven what we can do. And they actually say, we take joy. They take joy. Who takes joy in destroying people? And they said, you think this is bad? More is coming. Which is certainly a reminder why we need to pray, not only for the overturning of Roe, but for the violence, for our justices, for those who are supporting life, for their protection. We need to pray now. And, you know, the battle is going to be really intense in Washington, D.C. and around the country and all the different states. And certainly we've had to undertake additional security measures in multiple layers in terms of protection of We're not going to go into detail about what those are. We're not concerned or afraid, but God is on the throne. And this is just another call to action, call to pray and a call to act and to be a voice for these unborn children. Visit us at libertycouncillc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org. 